glad to be back with you on this very special day, a day in Australia, anyway, in this part of the world where we celebrate Father's Day. I mean, there are so many amazing dads in our church and around in these local communities. We're so grateful for the influence and the and the positive um, leadership that you provide within our church and also um, into your community. So I just wanted to say to you all, well done, dads. Um, if you didn't know, dads and father figures come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. I'm not just talking about their actual bodies, but more importantly, the character of who they are and the style of man that they are. I mean, the question that we should ask ourselves on days like this is, well, what does it mean to truly be a father, a dad to somebody else, whether it's your biological children or children that are under your care? Someone once joked to says that it's a lot easier to become a father than it is to be one. Fathering is one of the great gifts God gives any man. And as I said, it's not always about biological fathering, but I would suggest to you more importantly, it's about the spiritual leadership that you can provide to sons and daughters, spiritual sons and daughters. Any man can become a fatherly influence to younger people around them. I mean, they have to choose it for sure. It doesn't happen by accident and you must be deliberate if you want to become a spiritual father to spiritual sons and daughters. And of course, if you choose that path, which is a great path to choose, you'll need to lay down uh, a couple of things. You'll need to lay down your personal time You'll need to lay down maybe some money because you might need to buy a few cups of coffee or milkshakes or whatever that it is. And of course, um, the ability, you have to lay this down to fire up or even get cranky. So can I suggest, dads, that this is a great path to choose because it actually helps you develop your character, not just leading your own children, but actually becoming a spiritual father to other sons and other daughters. I mean, you can save all that crankiness, all of that firing up to when you're watching your favorite football team and they're losing. Well, you can direct that towards the referee only on the television, of course. I mean, the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, as far as we know, he did not have any physical kids. But what was most amazing was that he was the father to many in the faith. The biblical model of manhood or fatherhood really talks about a number of different characteristics. It talks about someone who feels secure in their own identity, someone who has strength of convictions and not easily swayed, someone who really has a strong character in a healthy way. And of course, someone who within that framework also knows how to give and receive love. Real men are not perfect. I mean, that may sound obvious, but um, sometimes many people in society expect dads, expect men to be absolute perfection all of the time. But a good dad, a real man, they are strong, they are 
committed to relationships. They are determined. They don't easily give up. And of course, they we how we already said it, they are loving and, dare I say, faithful. They have, I believe, because we're talking about the biblical model, learned this model from God's word. And the Bible has so many illustrations, patterns, principles around fatherhood. Just number one, for, for, for a sake, in John chapter 5, verse uh, 21, um, it says, For just as the Father gives life to those he raises from the dead, so the Son gives life to anyone he wants. I mean, this is Jesus talking about his relationship with his Father. I mean, he's reflecting on a moment where he healed a lame man and people were questioning this particular miracle. I mean, he, yes, he was directly speaking in those verses to the man's body and putting life back into his legs. But can I also suggest that we take that portion of scripture as the great mission? our great opportunity, or dare I say, your responsibility if we follow the same model. And as Jesus said, to speak life into those you have influence over. So who are you choosing to speak life into today? I mean, so much so that you could say that you are a father figure to them. I think that's a great test for all of us to understand, are we a father? Are we a dad uh, spiritually to sons and daughters, to our own children, biological children indeed, but are they willing and desire to follow you? Well, that's where your voice will have influence. Jesus came on planet earth. One of the achievements that he did was to show us the heart of God, the father. The nature of the father is is shown in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 3, where the moment where Jesus is being baptized, he comes up out of the water and the Father's voice proclaims over Jesus Christ, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. The Father answered the deepest question that humanity typically asks, that Jesus as a human in that moment might have asked, How do I receive your love? This was the moment before Jesus had performed any miracles. This was uh, before Jesus had started his ministry. I mean, the Bible hardly records much of his life before this moment. And yet the father says, this guy, this, this Jesus, I have so much love for him simply The father declared his love to his son before any performance from Jesus Christ. Dad's the great gift that you can give to your sons and your daughters is that there's no performances, no results are needed for your kids to receive your love. In the same way, but opposite, fathers, we can feel the pressure of being a perfect dad, not just a perfect dad on occasions, but the pressure of feeling uh, to be the, the answer to every problem within our families all of the time. But of course, uh, nobody can do that. And so 
the danger for us dads is to also slip into this performance mode of being perfect dad. The challenge with that is, of course, if nothing goes wrong for you, um, if you've if you've never got anything to overcome, if you don't face any tests or trials or disappointments, how will you ever model to your kids um, how to overcome these things? What you fundamentally are doing is really creating a stumbling block for your children. That you're saying to them, um, modeling to them that no problems there's nothing to overcome, that in life there'll be never any setbacks, never any hurts to overcome or pass through. And the expectation is that things will go well for you all of the time because if that's what they see, that's what they will expect. So dads, I today helpfully unravel the idea that you have to be perfect dad, that you can actually model to your kids how you handle problems, how you handle difficulties, how you handle tests and trials. And in those moments is a great opportunity to model to your spiritual children, your biological children, how to live this life. I mean, if we don't do that, I mean, how can this next generation ever face the difficulties that the future will offer up? if they don't know what to do in a crisis and we shield them from all sorts of realities that the life that life offers up dads can i challenge you today just simply be real i mean we say in our hope you see football teams dads stay in the game god understands your internal tension between who you think you are and who you know you're called to be. There's always that gap. And God is actually trying to move our lives forward. We should progress and be better. I mean, boys shouldn't be fathers. Only men should become fathers. And it's a process into fatherhood. I mean, you might struggle on the inside with who you are. You might think you're not doing a great job but you're in the role as a father. Despite not being perfect, God still thinks you're enough. As men, we can all be fathers, one way or another. Psalm 68, famous number of verses says, Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. There's no doubt that today can be tough for some people. We think of those who are no longer with us. There are some who um, would like to be parents but can't. Men, you are made in God's likeness. You can also be spiritual fathers to those who don't have a father influence in their life. King David took on the role as a father to Mephibosheth. In 2 Samuel chapter 9, the scripture says, One David asked, Is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Anyone to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? 
I want to encourage all men watching today that you should fight for what God has called you to be. He's not judging you. He's actually cheering you on. David's wisdom was, who can I show kindness to? My encouragement to you today is, how can I show kindness to my family? It's not about performance, dads. It's about kindness. What's the kindest thing you can do for your kids today? What a great question to ask yourself. So I've got two points today. And the first one is, um, as dads on this special day, is let's get a father's heart. Jesus' life depicts the father's heart. And that was his highest calling and his joy. John chapter 5 verse 19 goes like this. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Jesus' love for his father more than anything, and he seeks to bring him glory. Jesus was completely secure in his father's love. What a great reflection on the quality of our fathering today. Do our sons and daughters, do our spiritual sons and daughters feel secure because of our father's hearts towards them? My second point is, what is a father's role? I want to jump now to John's Gospel, chapter 10, where we're going to look at um, Jesus' teaching. In particular, he explained or told a parable about the shepherd and the sheep which he then went on to actually unpack that parable. And in not many cases, he actually told the people what the parable was about. So in verse 6, it starts like this. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant. So he explained it to them. He said, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. The role of a father is similar to the role of a shepherd. He knows his sheep by their name and by their identity and their calling and their personality. And he knows who they are meant to be. Fathers, more than any other person, carry a power and authority to help kids define who they are meant to be and what they can achieve in life. Fathers, like shepherds, go ahead. They lead their family and they lead by example. Fathers help their families to always and should move forward. In addition, the father's role is to welcome those that are excluded from the spiritual home. Jesus said, I have other sheep not of this fold. Jesus lays down his life for the sheep. I mean, a father can model 
to his children, his spiritual sons and daughters, what does sacrifice look like in their family? Imagine a society where the next generation just expects good things to fall their way and not understand that surrender, sacrifice and suffering are beautiful kingdom principles that do us good. Dads, you are doing better than you think. You've got this fathering leadership journey within you, whether you feel like apprentice dad or a master skilled dad. The most important thing in fathering and being a dad is just continue to continue to continue to point um, your sons and your daughters to Jesus Christ. And behold, uh, he will become their good shepherd. And the best location for your children to be is walking through the gate of the good shepherd. Congratulations, dad, on this wonderful day. I wish you all the best in your journey of being a shepherd and a model to your children. God bless you. And I look forward to talking to you online and I'll see you next week.